You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram, SoundCloud.com, and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men... No, I don't want Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. Woo! And we're live, once again, as live can get. I'm Eric C. I'm Tony B. And we have none other than the master, Bader, Taters. Taters, huh? Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Dylan, how are we? We are great. Thank you for including all of us. It's Friday night. You bartended a party that Screech was at? Screech was at the party, yeah. And, and he what? was at the bar bullshit with us. And what was he ha- mm-hmm. what did he have to say for himself? Not much. He was he was a he was a half. Was a people. Is this before or after he got arrested? I think it was before. I think he came out with a porno called Shave by the Smell. He certainly didn't get arrested for over tipping, I can tell you that. Oh, y- you could imagine? <laughs> trying to get a tip out of Screech is like trying to drown a dolphin. He couldn't tip a badly made canoe. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh, but did you did you hear that? His porno was called Shaved by the Smell. That's horrible. Who wants oh, to I watch him in a porno? Is that serious? Yeah, can you look that? I just want to know the exact name, Taters. Can you look that up, the exact name of his porno? But he made a porno, then he got arrested from stabbing a guy in a bar, apparently defending his girlfriend's honor, who uh, looked like 10 miles of bad road. And uh, then he uh, he violated his probation. Now he's back in jail. There was a he was there with some girl and she was nothing to look at. Yeah, they didn't really. Uh, the career after Saved by the Bell for Mario Lopez, that that killed it. I, I ever tell you the time I met AC Slater. <laughs> so I'm I'm in I'm in the city and we're this one bar has the UFC fights. Right. So uh, the Dean Amin. Uh, De- Keith Jardine. Keith Jardine is fighting Rampage Jackson. Yep. So I'm watching the thing, and I'm going to take a piss, and I'm hammered. So I'm walking past this fucking... I'm like, get the fuck... It's A.C. Slater. He's sitting at a, at a table with like 10 girls, and they're all plus size. Right, yeah. No, no, plus oh, size. Okay. Plus size. Okay. They're very... You know, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. So I was like, yo, what's up? What's going on? He's like, hey, man. I was like, yeah, listen, dude. Do that. I bet you hear it all the time. Grew up watching you. Love the show, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, that's cool. He's like, you want to join us? I was like, yeah, all right, cool. So I buy him a Corona. Now, I I just, I, there was Coronas on the table. I thought he was drinking a Corona. But it seemed like he was a little offended by the purchase of a Corona because his last he name is Lopez. Only, only, right, exactly. Because I assumed the Coronas on the table were one of his. So I bought him one. He's like, nah, I don't drink beer. So I was like, uh, all right. So now I just look like a douche. Oh, I probably was, but I look like a douche right off the bat. So now... He's kind of like, uh, you know, just giving me just, you know, just appeasing me by keeping me there and stuff. So I was just like, hey, I was like, Yo, what's up, man? I was like, listen, man, it's getting kind of late. I was like, uh, I was like, aren't you worried about being uh, out late so much? And he's like, why would I be worried about being out late? I go, you got a big meet against Valley tomorrow. And he just looks at me <laughs> and he like shrugs it off, yeah. you know. So at the time, he was also. <laughs> He was also hosting uh, American uh, American Dance Off on MTV right. or whatever. I forget the hell what it was like. Can your crew dance? Sure. 
So before I ask him this question, I turn my seat around and I start sitting like A.C. Slater at the table. So I got the chair around with my arms over the top and I go, yo, I go, how are the Jabberwockies doing? They're the the crew that won the first dance off. He goes, listen, I'm going to need you to leave. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like, you're a nice guy, but we're just kind of having a private party. So I'm going to need you to leave. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me get a picture with you first. And I still have the picture. with Guy's got dolphin teeth. What does he mean? Perfect dolphin teeth. You ever seen a dolphin's teeth? And apparently, from the stories that I read, he tries to rape people like dolphins, too. What? Yeah, there was a three or four accusations oh. thrown out about A.C. Slater. Everybody's no, no, not right. No, no, this is in 96 when it wasn't cool. <laughs> when it wasn't cool. This yeah. is before, uh, you know, Me Too. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. Because apparently uh, Screech... Wrote in his book, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I don't have no idea what the name of the thing is. Uh, but he said that Lopez was one of those creepy guys that would always push up on chicks. Jesus Christ, man. See did how you, nothing's ever the same? Did you beat that uh, Mario Brothers and Zelda cereal back in the 90s? Oh, I, I had the Zelda cereal, but I didn't a, have the Mario Brothers cereal. You could get both in one box. It was like half and half. Yeah, it and it was, a, it was a gold box that looked like the game, right? Something the like Zelda that. one? You get one half on one, other hand, you could like. Like a big box of nerds just going there and going off. Oh, my God. Do you remember the episode where, um, what the hell's her name? Jessie, right? Jessie was the tall one. Yeah. And she was in like that so showgirls sad. thing. Oh, my God. Listen to this really clip. Taking drugs. I need them. Jessie, give me those. I need them back. I what? have to sing. Jessie, you can't sing tonight. Yes, I can. I'm so excited. On the Superstation, TBS. Yeah. I'm so scared. And what then, about David Duchovny? He was a he was hot. hot guy in the 90s. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how we got to that, but uh, who was another? Remember Kelly on the show on Saved by the Bell? She does these horrific Hallmark movies now. Oh, God, I can imagine. It's called like Men mis- are awful and everybody's a horrible uh, no, it's, domestic <laughs> abuser. It's not even that deep. It's like... Uh, no, it's like family friendly. It's like, like mystery uh, of the garage of the of the garage sale. Oh Jesus! Like some book you would buy at the book at the uh, with the book rally in the nineties. I love those like shows, the movies in like the Weed Network. You know, it's like the guy comes home from work, it's like, "Honey, I made a meatloaf," and the guy just like trounces her to a pulp. I told you I don't eat meat. <laughs> it's like, what am I? What am I looking at here? What does this even mean? Yeah, it, it's just the Amy Fisher story, twenty four yeah. hours a day. My my mother loves to watch shows like that. Like, I'll walk in the door, and she'll have on like the, um, you know, like the Mystery Channel, like you know, <laughs> like I IDC whatever, like the Discovery Channel. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. then the guy, seriously, you know, raped and murdered eighty women, and then yeah. I'm like, I'm like, are you fucking like, are you, are you a serial killer or something? What are you watching? I love how in the '90s, the Learning Channel, you actually learned something. Yeah, it was like how to make uh, lollipops <laughs> or how to do this. Now it's like my short <laughs> midget life. Yeah, my divorce, my Hunger Games. It you learn zero. Alaskan Grundle Hunters. on the t- yeah on the TLC now. <laughs> Garbage pickers. All oh, this is going to be thirty five bucks. Yeah, anything in Alaska. This is going to be thirty five bucks. And midgets too. Always about midgets. Always. What's so interesting about that? I'll tell you something funny. So I'm I'm in Lake George with my girlfriend. We're about to go out to the lake, and uh, you get sucked into those those shows. I was like, "What are you watching?" You know. Yeah. 
I'm like, come on, this is so stupid. Let's go. And then I'm like, I sit down. 15 minutes later, she's like, all right, let's go. No, 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 no. Can we can we watch the rest of it? <laughs> it sucks you the fuck in. So let me ask you this question: What's the biggest steaming, loaded piece of shit reality show you got sucked into? Ever? Yeah. I would have to say Jersey Shore. Wow, really? All right. Mm. Okay. Or, I mean, because I can't say Nanny Nine One One was Nanny Nine One One was my guilty pleasure. And how, what's that's that the permissible wow. pleasure? No. How about you? Uh, probably the Simple Life, with with Paris Hilton and another one. You watched that? I was watching it for a while. It was funny. Oh my god! It was so dumb. It was funny. Is that where they were on the farm? Yeah. Oh, Tony it was, was just fucking, great. Tony was just starting <laughs> fucking fire in his crotch. He was like, "All right, we're yeah. gonna, he's like, all right, it's a half an hour long. We're gonna we're gonna get it up to six times in an episode tonight." <laughs> That's why they had four commercial breaks. Per well, episode. the '90s was the, the was the pre the the preface of the reality shows. With remember uh, the original uh, Real Worlds. I never got into yeah. that. I couldn't get Real World that. San Francisco with Puck. Ugh. And then the remember Puck like it was like such a Puck. such a travesty that he was taking his finger in the peanut butter. Remember that? And then it was like the first <laughs> boy we come for. Yeah, and the first openly gay guy on TV. It is from Cuba. It like Puck is so Puck, Puck is so disgusting. He sticks his finger in the peanut butter. I cannot live with him. You know, it's like <laughs> it, it was like it was like that was as crazy as it got. And then, then they had like the the righteous like you know feminist who was like, you better use condoms when you go out tonight, guys. It was, and they were picked to live in a house where nothing was real. And when the first one was in New York, you remember that shit? <laughs> how about how about the the MTV VJ guy Jesse who looked like somebody just shot up a soggy newspaper bag with heroin? Oh my god! Yeah, whatever you know? happened to that guy? You remember Jesse Dylan? He looked like a dumpster with no. denim just walking around. I was like, oh, my God. Dude. He looked like every girl in high school in 94 with an eating disorder. He was he was, he was, was the, the lost boy that didn't make the cut <laughs> on anything in life. Wow. Max was like, eh, we got enough guys in the crew. Yeah, well, I guess we destroyed him. Like, we it, saw, like I saw one of those guys in the airport um, uh, like a year ago, Eric, Eric Meese or something like that. He was like one of the hippie guys, kind of like uh, he was in the first real world, New York. and uh, You know, Taters always like, finds right. like... D-list actors or country guys I have no idea who they are I don't think I've ever run into a famous person I, I've run into semi-famous people Who's the most famous person you ever ran into, Taters? Uh, I mean, we, we, Annie and I actually have a list Like a notebook full of <laughs> He's got a list, a notebook full of famous people Hold on, you, you can't You just you guys can't remember who you met? You meet, the, you meet that many people? Who the most, of the most famous person is. I have to think for a little while. Well, go get your note, notepad. Where is it? Do you guys keep it at a special place? Uh, Annie has it, actually. She's walking a dog Later, right now, huh? so i got to ask her for it. Um, I can give you a rundown of some people. Let's see here. Ah. Uh, must not be a very big notebook. Yeah, I'm actually pretty good because it usually people are like right off the bat, they're like, yeah, I yeah. met this guy, you I know? NSA files on guys. I, yeah, I met into. Mr. T. Okay, I can't believe you met Mr. T. Um, now, we have... So well, I met I met George Bush I, while he was president. You know, tour the White House. I don't really remember meeting Taters. Um, he seemed like a pretty nice guy. <laughs> I was on a plane next to Chuck Schumer. I'm going, the pl I'm going through the different spheres of... Uh, oh, of, God, next to Chuck Schumer. Right now. That must have been good. He was a real cocksucker. He kept on standing up and looking at everybody to see if anybody was looking at him. Uh, and that's that's the trip that we saw Eric Neese from Real World too. You know, in the airport. Yo, um, uh, Dylan, we have actually somebody on the line right now. 
Uh, you didn't know it's a little bit of a surprise call. It's former President Bush. Um, he's gonna, uh, pre- uh, sir, are you there? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on the show. It's really great to be here today. Oh, thanks, Mr. Bush. How was meeting Taters? It was really interesting. We were on a flight from uh, Dallas, Fort Worth up to New York, and I was sitting next to uh, Taters on the plane, and I, he, was, he was a little nervous guy on there, you know, a little, a little afraid to fly. He kept uh, asking for a little bit of lavender tea, and they uh, brought it right over to him. Started crying at one point. I said, listen, young man, it's going to be fine, right? Don't worry about it. I fly on planes all the time. It's like an Airbus. It doesn't go on the ground. It goes in the sky. Now, was was Taters uh, a nice person when you met him, or was he kind of annoying? He was a really great guy. You know, we we talked about our our past and our and our hopes and dreams a lot. And uh, you know, I got to know the guy a little bit. Really, a uh, down to earth guy living down in Tennessee right now. Nice Southern man, you know. Taters, huh? And uh, like I said, a little 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 shy, little shy around the edges up there on the old airplane. Yet, you know, a lot of, a lot of pinkies, a lot of curled up pinkies he had. And he had small, small pinkies, very small pinkies. What What does that usually mean? I heard that you ran, you guys had a little run-in in the bathroom or something like that. He was a well, you know. The thing about it is, I have I have secret security with me all the time to make sure I stay safe. You know, especially when I fly. That's Usually good. I take Air yeah. Air Fork One, but uh, yeah, I walked in there and he was joining the Mile High Club by himself. <laughs> oh, whoa. Really, and that's a wow. That's a breaking story. Thank you, Mr. Bush. I, I know that you don't have a lot of time, and I love being uh, on television. and and thank you for uh, sending us into uh, two useless wars. Hey, I do what I can. Taters, I can't believe that he remembers you. Well, I mean, he must have a different recollection because I was at his house when we met, but that's okay. You were at President Bush's house. Well, the White House. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell were you doing there? I was at his house. It's the White House. I guess it is his house at the time. What were you doing there? I got an invitation to to tour it. Uh, through a buddy that I met who worked uh, who worked there, and so we, we took a tour and, and saw Bush, and he, he was landing on his chopper and stuff, and we you know, had a great a chopper. Time. <laughs> this is the fucking thing they make onions the with. The guy sells on the infomercials. <laughs> Linguini, bikini, zinguini, President Bush. I want to introduce everybody to the Taters. He's the one child that got left behind. You're gonna be slapping all your foreign policy away. You're gonna love my nuts. <laughs> On the newspaper page, love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. Cause all I see is a tower of dreams, real love bursting out of every scene. Uh, we have some predictions here from the 90s. So um, you know how like we did some time capsules back in the 90s? That was yeah. a big thing, you know, and everyone thought that it was going to be something big. So let's see some of the predictions in the 90s that may or may not have come to fruition. Let's see it. All right, number one, the truth is no online database will replace your daily newspaper. 
No CD-ROM can take place of a competent teacher, and no computer network will change the way government works. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to see that coming. <clears throat> wow, that, that was who's this douche? Yeah, I know who's this like this prophet. <laughs> There's not even a CD-ROM on a computer anymore. You know, on a on a related. Side note, so I'm cleaning my attic out, right, the other day? Attica. And I go up there, and there's one of those old compact Presario computers. Yeah. The desk. This thing came in, like, seven boxes the size of a fucking dishwasher. Yeah. I'm like, what is this thing? The monitor alone was like, did you have to put a mortgage on this thing? It's a home? Well, it seemed like in the 90s, the heavier the product was, the better you it's thought so it was. so ridiculous. And the tower? You're like, my computer weighs 700 pounds. You know yeah. how fucking good that thing is? My my iPhone actually saw it and let out the uh, Nelson <laughs> from downstairs. And it's so funny because a nice, uh, like a USB, uh, USB like memory stick now, yeah. that, like are pretty much phased out as is, those had... Like quadruple the amount of space that a regular computer yeah. in the '90s had. Like your modern day cell phone now, it's like it's like ridiculous. Do you remember Windows when it first came out? I didn't screw around with that stuff. You used to, you used to have to get a CD. Yeah. To load up the new Windows, the new operating system, <laughs> and they send it in the mail every two weeks. You get another one. And it was like 800 megabytes. It takes three and a half days to load up. Now it's like <laughs> if I could take one picture on my phone, it's 800 megabytes. And the thing would be like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And then if you try to get on 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 AOL to ASL, uh, do you know what ASL is, Tony? No. Age, sex, location. We'll oh, so you look at this is like this is like a Tinder back in the day. We'll get to that. Oh, so boy. the the worst thing is that when mom had to call uh, Aunt Anna May <laughs> out out east, she'd get a, I'd be like I'd be like downloading a naked picture of Janet Jameson and be like ninety six point seven. Hello, and then you hear you would actually hear the person. On the phone through the modem in your computer, like I'm like ma. You'd be walking your dog, and, and it's just the, the the photo just crumbles, and it's like oh Jesus! I was waiting 42 minutes to see a half a nip. Yeah. Um, and you would have to then you would have to get two lines. You used to have to get two lines to be able to get on the internet. So if your mom picked up the phone for any apparent reason. You wouldn't be completely just lose all. And your there was work. like no security whatsoever. So you'd like watch porn three times. The computer would get a virus. But like, oh, I need another one. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, <laughs> I used garbage. to. You go through computers. That's pure, purely based on porn sites alone. You just know coming in, you have like three computers ready to go. But it wasn't even like porn. <laughs> it's like bad. It wasn't even game. like porn sites at that time. It was like porn pictures. It was like yeah, like. Yeah. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even screw with the um with with, with the whole websites because that I used to have a whole skit, um my my like my home computer I looked at so much porn in the nineties on it, it looked like Tom Hanks from Philadelphia. <laughs> it contracted whatever cyber AIDS that it could actually get, and it was just you would turn it on and be like, <laughs> and just shut down or it wouldn't even turn on. Do you ever have like one of those friends that just destroys everything? Like, they, they literally can't touch anything at all. It just gets ruined. So, I go away, like, on a vacation, right? I had the computer. And the thing was probably porn websited up to death, like, with viruses. But regardless, the computer worked. So, I go on vacation. I'm like, hey, man. I'm like, you know, you can house it, whatever. You can fuck with whatever. But I'm just, you know, don't use my computer or my PlayStation or all that crap. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. I come back from the vacation. The computer's like... Yeah, and I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. And your friend's always like, I, didn't, I, I just... <laughs> yeah. I didn't touch it at all. I was using MapQuest. I didn't touch it at all. Remember printing out the directions to... You thought you were cool as fuck when you printed out the directions on MapQuest to go somewhere? 
Dude, I wouldn't even screw with computers. I, I had a computer for school. I got one for like Christmas or something one year, like or something like that. It was like a dinosaur, like a big giant tower and the monitor and everything else. And I'm like, I could just write this paper on a typewriter. Why could they never figure out how to print something successfully? I don't know. You ever notice that? Like when you had a printer back in the day next to your computer, taters? Like it would either oh, suck yeah. too much paper in. <laughs> either you would press print 11 and a half fucking times and it would never work. Or you'd run out of ink in 13 days because you painted because <laughs> you printed out one picture of Jenna Jameson in color. You could never paint it. It was like don't like when we first got a printer at our house. They like sat us down and like listen, it's only black and white pictures in this house, okay? The color's way too you'll you'll burn through. And it's like every time they heard <laughs> my parents would be like, I hope it's not in color. I hope that picture's not in color. <laughs> and then they pick up the phone to talk to me through the computer because they were too lazy to get off the couch. <laughs> so let's hear our third prediction. And you'd pull that bag of soggy linguine out of the box that was all the cords to hook it up with. It's like, what is it, like an old school operator? Yeah, and then the fucking... I, I, what the fucking don't miss about the 90s is that stupid... Printer cable that had the had the screw the screws on the side. <laughs> yeah, really. you had to screw it in. The whole thing was a screw job. Why just make a locking mechanism? Yeah, I know. Asshole. Ridiculous. The internet will be to women in the '90s what the vibrator was to the women in the '70s. It's going to have that power. Who predicted this? Yeah. The guy that was in the Barney suit. I don't. Understand. I don't even understand that comment. That is awful. Yeah. What What does that even mean? This is from BuzzFeed. Okay, uh, number four. Are we headed toward a world filled with anemic drones laboring away at sterile keyboards? Well, we might be. That's not, even, that's not even a prediction. What is BuzzFeed doing? They just put trash up for I'll, clickbait. He, he, here's here's a prediction. They, in, the, in the 90s, they were talking about how, so like in around 1998, they were saying like 20 years from now, we're going to have flying cars. Remember, ever, that was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have flying cars. By the time we get to 2020, and it's going to be amazing. We have to redo the entire infrastructure of uh, public transportation. Y2K. And now we have Remember kids Y2K. eating Tide Pods. Remember Y2K scams? Beware of Y2K scams. Because some asshole didn't want to put another zero on something. Our whole world was going to crawl in. So New Year's Eve, 1999, right? right oh, party. sounds like a horror story. New Year's Eve, 99. We're at a party, and uh, as the ball's dropping... It gets to one, and all the lights and everything goes off in the house, right? And everybody's like, oh, shit, Y2K. Yeah. And my friend has cut the break as a goof. Yeah, it's it's just your Y2A asshole of a friend. <laughs> it was funny at the time, though. I was like, oh, nice. There was nothing that happened with Y2K, right? Like, there was nothing, absolutely nothing. Nothing happened ever. I don't even remember at this no, point. No, nothing. Uh, there was, like, one little glitch in somebody's oh, computer. Oh, there was one story where Tony's friend hit the breaker at a party, and uh, and, and everyone thought it was Y2K, <laughs> and he fooled them all. I woke up with a hangover that next morning. Coincidence? You be the judge. Speaking of, uh, I, I forgot to get back to ASL. Right. So, so, yeah, before Tinder, before Facebook, before Snapchat, before all the fuck, fucking things that you go on, there was AOL Messenger. I was Stockboy82 with a with a heart. Oh, full, I remember that. With Stock a heart boy. full of love and a picture ready to send, and uh, so what you would do is you go into these design chat rooms, 
But every chat room, it could be about hockey pucks. And it'd be like, hey, you want to fuck? You know, like everything on there was just people trying to. And they called it at the time cybering. You know how they call it? Uh, what do they call it now? Um, sexting. Yeah. So before sexting was cybering. So you first thing you do, you, you find a chick you thinks a chick and, you, and you, you try to cross reference it. But sometimes it got a little weird um, and you find her name like, you know, like Honey Daisy 1986. And you knew that was her birth date. So you knew kind of what age she was. So you write ASL age, sex, location to the person. So they right. get age, sex, right. location. Boom. Now we're in. Two seconds in, it's like, oh, what if we're in a car naked together? <laughs> and you're like 15. You can't, you don't even know what to do with yourself yet. And you're just typing all this shit. And then it's like, hey, I have a picture you want to see. It. And I'm like, beep, 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 You better not be using those color pictures. I thought every girl I spoke to on the internet lived their life in black and white. Because I was never able to print out actually a color picture. Digital courtship. Eric! You better not be going at those bullet pictures. Fucking old $49.99. And you used, to, you used to have to go to Comp USA for you. Yeah, now yeah. You, you can get one at the gas station. I know. You can get like a print card. Oh, hey, boss. You want the print cartridge, now boss? everything has porno sites on it. Life is like. Solve a mystery or rewrite history. DuckTales, Every day they're out there making DuckTales, Tales of daring, do that and DuckTales. The, the, the danger looks behind you. There's a stranger out to find you. What to do? Let's go to Brian Gumbel on the Today Show in 1994 to cleanse our palates here. Is that Katie Couric? That's Katie Couric. Oh, my God. It's Katie Couric and the girl that never made it all the way to the right. And Gumbel, still still killing it, looks just like he does today. He does. He looks exactly the same. Black don't fucking crack, dude. All right? He doesn't. He has not aged a day. All right, so let's listen to this. So this is 94, okay? So how many years ago is that, Tony? 23 years or some shit? A lot of years ago. A lot of years ago, okay? So we got 20-some years. 1994. Let's listen to this clip. Brian Gumbel on the Today Show. Six pass. I wasn't prepared to translate that as I was doing that little tease. Oh, that's that right. little mark with the A and then the ring around it. At? See, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie said she thought it was about. Yeah. Oh. But I'd never heard Around it. I'd never heard it said. Back. I'd always seen right. the mark, but never yeah. heard it said. And then yeah. it sounded stupid when I said it. Violence at NBC. Uh, yeah, I heard be around or about the lunchroom the other week. There it is. Violence at NBC. G E com. I mean, well, what Allison should know. What, what do you is say internet about anyway? Internet is uh, that massive computer right. network, the one that's becoming really big now. What do you mean? That's big. How does one? What do you write to it like mail? No, a lot of people use it and communicate. With, I guess they can communicate with NBC writers and producers. Allison, can you explain what internet is? No, she can't say anything in ten seconds or less. Oh, <laughs> oh. Allison will be. Nowadays they'd be like, "That's mansplaining." 
Oh, I thought you were going to tell us what this was. It's like a, look a computer in the dictionary. billboard. It's, it's not an... It's, it's, it's a computer billboard, but it's nationwide. Right. It's, it's several uh, universities and everything all joined together. Right. And others can access it. And, right. And it's getting bigger and bigger all the time. It Just came great. in really handy during the quake. A lot of people, that's how they were communicating out to tell... That's pretty crazy. The, the 90s were like... A time of wonder, you know what I mean? It's like when you have a kid and they're so cute and they're young. And then, like, the 21st century is like the kid comes back from college all beat up with, like, tattoos and a heroin problem and has to sleep on the couch for a few months. And you're like, fuck, man. Yeah, it was before that internet. It's like, you know, before all the violence you could see. You couldn't see that kind of violence before. You couldn't see, uh, you know, you couldn't get the an anarchist cookbook yeah, dude. at readily available. A guy Hacking, dark internet. Um, you know, screech. A guy would come over your house with a burlap sack and pull a VHS tape out like the fucking stone from the fifth element and put it on the table. <laughs> uh, it, it's true, man. Those those times was... Uh, those are some crazy times because money was growing off of trees. You had the dot-com boom. You had Bill getting his dick sucked in the White House and no one cared about it. Um, you Things had, were simpler. You had Ross Perot um, saying that uh, SWAT teams were dropping in on his daughter's wedding. You had uh, the L.A. riots. Can't we all just get along? You couldn't Rod get arrested for touching your own genitals. Rodney like King. Now. Um, uh, O.J. got away with murder. <laughs> um, and then he took us on a, on a white Bronco chase during the 96 finals, uh, the New York Knicks against the Houston Rockets. And I'm fucking like 10. I'm like, <laughs> he knows everything about sports. It's, I it's, swear to God. Eric was the one guy during Hurricane Katrina that when he found out he was going to the Superdome, he had a smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, Peyton, Manning, uh, Peyton Manning's dad, Archie Manning, was the quarterback here from 1978 to 1984, won one MVP, but no Super Bowl appearances. Oh, to the chagrin of the people at Old Miss, watch out now. Montana free, Pat Riley free, Buster Douglas free, Super Monaco GP free, or Collins free. What Nintendo? Buy a 16-bit Genesis system between now and October 31st and get an extra game. Uh, one of my favorite things, um, pretty much ever, right. during the 90s, was Jock Jams. Oh, Jesus Christ. Remember those? Jock Jams were the best. Come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come. This was the beginning of the <laughs> CD. This is the way the CD started. With the let's get ready to rumble guy. All right, let's listen to this. Let's get ready to rumble. Oh, and I can see Tony putting his duster on at his house. Comes firing with his Walkman on. But he's got to wrap the fucking string around the Walkman two times because it's like a year old and the headphones don't work anymore. And he's going to miss the yeah. bus, but he's got to go to Seaside Deli for a can of tab and some fucking bagels. Here we go. <laughs> you know, you pretty much accurately described exactly what happened. Yeah. I just left out the fact you would make fun of four people on the way there. That's literally basically how my mornings would go in the 90s. Yeah, Tony put his duster on. Yeah, put his duster on. He'd have to put his recorder in his bag because he was taking band for the only. You took general music. You didn't. You never. No, I was actually studying under Beethoven. As his, you were as never. His, uh, but but you had the option of being in chorus or the band. I was in chorus. You were in chorus. I heard they went to Ooh. Florida for free. I was like, all right, I'll that do was chorus. The easy way out. Listen to that. Yeah, what, what were you? A baritone bass? What were you? Soprano? A baritone. Did your balls drop yet? I'm waiting on them. 
yeah. Let me see that Tootsie Roll. <laughs> yeah, the Tootsie Roll. <laughs> and we used to listen to this on the wrestling team. Yeah. I brought the Jock Jam CD. I brought a mix. It was like the Jock Jam CD. And it was just like, fucking watch out. If I had Jock Jams on. I pictured an episode of Glee where you're all in the locker room and your one piece is dancing around to it. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. I'll- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and all the singlets smelt like hot dogs that day. So, you're, you're pretty much, I would wake up in the morning. This is what I did when I was in my senior year. Yeah. Or, like, I think it was senior. So, I realized that, you know how you got, like, your lunch period? And then you had a free period that you could hold organize. On, hold on. You I want. want you to take us right now from the beginning of your morning until your free period. All right. So, but let me give you this. So, I would wake up in the morning, right? Now, let me give you this back. I gotta give you the background story. So, you could have the free period and the lunch period, right? So I would take fifth period lunch, and I'd get fourth period free. Now, keep it in mind, because we're going to come back to that in a second. This yeah. is important. So I would get up in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. I'd, get, I'd pull myself like out of bed. It smells like teen spirit it in smelled here. like something in there. So I would get up and pull myself out of bed by the grace of Christ, slam some kind of clothes on, put the duster on, strap my oversized book bag full of books on, which must have weighed about 60 pounds. I was like a Sherpa going up Everest. And then... I'd head out of the house, and I'd walk to the bus stop, but wouldn't you know it, I'd miss the bus somehow. Drats, what a convenience. Drats. So I'd go to Seaside. That's dreaded rats. I'd get a, cu- a can of Coke and a egg, bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'd have my, Did like you get you a said, Jolt Cola? Once in a while, I did. That fucking Jolt Cola, which yeah. was like, be careful. Oh, when you when you drank it on the back, it was like, be careful, folks. So I'd have my, I'd have my Walkman with like all the tapes in the backpack, you know what I mean? I had my, you know, I had my bagel with my eggs on it, and I would walk to school. And consequent of walking to school, I'd come strolling in around halfway through third period. Yeah. What are they going to say? I missed the bus. Yeah. And then I had fourth period off and fifth period off. So in essence, I engineered a half day for my entire <laughs> senior year, <laughs> for which I got 30 detentions. And Mr. Barlow was like, I'm only going to give you two of them. I now, suggest you go. I'm like, I'm not going. See, now this is when youth is wasted on the young. Uh, I'll just give you a little hint. Um. You could have actually taken the bus right, and then just hung out by the police booth where everyone smoked butts for two periods and then just tell them that you missed the but bus. But I didn't want to be there. <laughs> you'd rather, the, I wanted you'd to be rather walk, You'd rather walk six and a half miles? It was like two and a half miles, dude. Two and a half miles. And I had a Walkman with like Tool and like Typo Negative. Yeah, what was Tony like, listening? Liz- by the was, way, I saw a picture of you and I'm going to release this on Instagram well, this tomorrow. Be good. That picture you sent of me with your rat tail? Yeah. That's the Tony I remember. That's the Tony, <laughs> That's the Tony I remember. <laughs> that, was, that was the legendary Tony. I sent Taters a picture. And and he was like, that's the Tony I remember. You legitimately look like the dude from Vision Quest, who's the yeah. Native American yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. Or the dude from, uh, was it Suicidal Tendencies? Who was like, all I wanted was a Pepsi. And you wouldn't give it to me, Mom. I don't know that guy. Oh, I know what you're, you're talking about, though. Oh, yeah. dude, he looks exactly, let me pull him up. And if anybody's at home, Google the lead singer of Suicidal Tendencies. That's what Tony looks like. And you can see the picture on Instagram tomorrow. Do you remember like what a slob you were in high school though? Like my backpack would just be full of crap, like just packed with crap. And then my locker looked like a Staten Island landfill. Like you could barely find. I'd just be jamming crumpled papers in there. Did you ever have the side lock on your locker? What do you mean? Like you could. You remember that, Dylan? Yeah. Oh, you mean like you don't really lock it? Yeah. You, you lock. Okay. So like you, you know how it slide left yeah, yeah. to right, like nine o'clock, three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So what you do is you push it all the way to three o'clock. 
you put the lock on it and you lock it and then you close it so it actually closes but the lock you never have to do your combo you can just slide the slide the, the lever open and your locker opens up so the lock is never locked yeah what, what are they going to steal? Garbage? What are you? What are you? Why are you locking up your stash? Assholes! They would take the things and throw them in the garbage, or you know, put why? Why are you locking up your your Staten Island dump? I don't know, dude. It's a good point. What I would do is I would I would it would I would close it just a little bit so you couldn't see the the uh, hook on the bottom of the other end that connects into the lock to clasp it. So you close it just slightly so it would snag it but not lock it. So you just you just come in and you just pop it down. Yeah. So you never actually had to do the combo. True story is Dylan broke a uh, a, a perfume bottle of CK one men in his locker or Abercrombie and true? Fitch cologne. No, it's, oh. I'm completely making this up. But I know he was rocking. Did you ever rock the Abercrombie and Fitch or a CK cologne, Dylan? Um, I I I did. Well, I did Abercrombie because I I got uh, recruited to work there as a nice. as a uh, clerk. <laughs> so I had uh, I had the Abercrombie. Um, what the, uh, uh, the? It was like a cream bottle with a black shit. What was the fucking? Uh, I believe nothing, it was CK. Uh, it was like a white acid wash bottle, and you put that no, well, shit you know, on, I and mean, you're ready one, to the one rock. That I, really, I did. I, I rocked two main. I did Hugo. Right. It had like the the, the olive little tab on it. That was my jam. Yeah. And then cool water. Cool water. Remember cool water? Oh my god. Yeah, that was Dave like. Um, what's the really? What's the really bad? Um, high karate? No, not high karate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like Sensonite or like Sensonite. That sounds like some kind of no, element on the table. Uh, Aqua Velva. Oh Jesus! Uh, do you ever uh, Aqua Dio? Aqua Dio. That's what I have. Aqua Dio. Aqua Dio. Cool water and Hugo. And, and Old Spice was pretty there. big in the '90s as well. Did you ever kick somebody's locker? Yeah, but that was for like that was for like the the uh, the lower class. Did I ever kick no. anybody's locker and the janitor in? Janitor to come and pull it out. Of course, <laughs> yeah. And the janitor would be cursing the whole way to the locker. You fucking fucking kids, <laughs> fucking fucking kids. We had this one time. The, the substitutes would come in. We would just torture them vehemently. So one time, the sub comes in, right? Yeah. And she's like, "All right, class, we're going to watch a movie." We're like, "All right, yeah, sure, lady." So. You get the, the spitballs come out, right? So for, for, next thing I know, guys are getting the dissectable frogs out. You see the frogs slide under the table. Oh, my God. So then we get the spitballs out. Now, we used to make them. There's two ways you could make them. Yeah. You could have the the blow one. Yes. I thought that was the amateur hour. Or the zip gun. I used to make the one where you bent the pen back, and then you let it go like a catapult and it would shoot it out. Oh, my God. So you see this TV go on. You see the big blue glowing square of the television. And as the kids are watching this movie, suddenly you see a little... <laughs> Little black dot showing up on the TV, right? So you hear this one kid get Where they up. used to wheel the TV into yeah, your room. Yeah, dude, it was like a fucking siege weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're getting the TV. <laughs> Could I go get the TV? And somebody the from the- Trojan horse. Somebody from the class had to be assigned to actually go get the TV. Yeah. And then you would ride the TV in the hallway, and the thing would almost collapse on you three times. And you and your friend would be like, all right, don't fucking, don't fucking, because the, the TV weighed 80 pounds, yeah. and the stand they had for it was about four and a half feet tall and weighed about 11 pounds. It was ridiculous. So these little these little spitballs are showing up on the TV, right? In the in the dark, and you see the boop boop boop. So we hear this one kid get up, and he goes, "Here," and he starts taking the paper towels down. And then you hear the sink go on, and he's sogging them up, right? So suddenly you see like, <laughs> <laughs> so you see like bit 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 from the little black dots, and then suddenly you see whoosh bop, and this thing just lands in the front of the TV screen. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I remember one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> I'll never forget my buddy, uh, my buddy Kevin Bartolotto. Uh, he fucking, I'll never forget the one day, like, 
the the bathroom was nuts because people are smoking cigarettes, people are fucking yeah. fighting. Do worship people that like, I was there. And then and I turned my back and my buddy Kevin is literally just <laughs> he's got the blow dryer on and he's taking handfuls of water and throwing it in the blow dryer hall. And then the, there's sparks all over the place. I'm like, Kevin, what are you doing? He's like, it's like the 4th of July in here. And he just keeps taking the water, handfuls of water, throwing it in the hole where the air comes out. It's like, fucking kids are lucky they made it out of high school. But what we did was we, yeah, you take, if anybody doesn't know, and if any kids uh, still in high school listening to this show, you got to do this tomorrow. Go to the bathroom. Get, I mean, you know, just keep pulling on that toilet paper until you get a full. It, it's kind of like when you make spinach in a saucepan. You know, you need a lot you put of toilet sp- paper in. You need a lot of spinach to make a little portion, right? Yeah, like yeah. usually, you can fill up a whole skillet with spinach just to make a small portion. So that's the. I want them you to have that mentality. Take a shitload of toilet paper, no pun intended. Ball it up in your hand and wet that fucker. Make it really, really wet, right? So just where it's just dripping enough. Then you take it and you throw it with all your might on the ceiling. <laughs> that toilet paper, if it's unharmed, <laughs> will be there for 38 years. <laughs> it is the hardest. It is the hardest sus- substance on earth once it solidifies, because the public schools got that real cheap yeah. one ply, like, and it just like it literally just becomes the wall when you do it. And then we had zip guns. Zip guns were where you take the fucking nozzle off a two-liter bottle of soda, yep. right? Now, I don't know if you remember. Remember when they came out with the ultimate big sodas? With the They had the fucking <laughs> yeah, gauge sure. on it. Yep. It was like, it's I think, drain pipe. was it like a four liter bottle of Something soda? Something like that. Something like that. Dylan, do you remember that? You could put like a fucking like D battery through the opening on it. It was enormous. Yeah. <laughs> so kids started bringing zip guns. So what zip guns are is you take the nozzle of a, of a soda bottle, you take a, a finger of a, of a dishwashing glove, and you put it on there, and then you duct tape it so it doesn't come off. So now you put whatever you're saying, spitball, marble, bullet, you know, because it just got crazy after a while. Hot sauce, uh, spitballs. Oh, I should have tried that. Yeah, I know. It's, it was great. <laughs> so we would literally sit behind the, the fucking substitute teacher. and <laughs> But this thing was so fast. People started bringing BBs, ball bearings. It got nuts. Where we having wars in the hallway. But who feels bad for the substitute teachers of the world? Why was it always like, this guy's not my teacher, fuck you, and everyone went crazy? Yeah, because they'd be like, you'd have some subs that'd be like, all right, get out of here. And people like, yeah. And then someone would be like, we got an assignment. And we'd be like, we got spitballs and paper and, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's passive res- Oh, you have work for us? We have passive resistance. Bro, we used to sit down at the big toy where all the, the gravel was, you know, like the, the, the gravel rocks. Yeah. And we, I had a double barrel zip gun. I put two of them together and then See? wrapped them around with, a, always, with, a, <laughs> with like an inner tube. So yeah, was like it always gets it always gets out <laughs> of put control. The rocks in there, and the kids would be playing touch football. My friend and I'd be like, <laughs> "Did you guys ever make a rubber band ball?" Yeah, I think I did that. Did you ever go through that phase, Dylan? Rubber band ball. Oh yeah, I mean that's. I made the thing last time one. What? <laughs> yeah. <it> was... <laughs> As soon as I fucking open my mouth, you got to fucking start talking again. So we just go ahead. Yeah, I like it. End of story. We were sitting in the cafeteria one time. <laughs> this fucking guy. We're sitting in the cafeteria one time. And I was like seventh or eighth grade, right? And like a bunch of like the seniors were like, you know, they're mid like ninth or tenth grade. They were older, like, you know, some of like the Surly kids. Yeah. Like, like, like the Nelson Munces of like Locust Valley High. So 
one of them sitting there. And it was like it was like, you know, salami day or some bullshit like that, like some disgusting oval meat patty. And one of the seniors is like, "Ah, oh, man, this is disgusting." And it was gets, Tony. And he gets up and he takes the thing out of the bun and he goes, Whoa! and he goes, and it goes flying across the room and lands like two thirds of the way up on the window. It yeah. sits there. I started dying laughing, <laughs> dude. Well, I used to have this lady Boone Hilda, who uh, she was the, uh, the the lunch monitor lady. Now, who got treated worse, substitute teachers or lunch monitor ladies? I don't know. Ooh. That's a cl- <laughs> that's a, I, I mean, the substitute teachers had more engagement with more kids. The lunch ladies, they were just like in and out, you know? Yeah. So what I would do is I, I hate at that time I didn't eat cheese. I'm still finicky about cheese. But what I do is I would get a sandwich every yeah. day for lunch. But they had ones without cheese. Yeah. I'd get the one with cheese. <laughs> Why? So one I could complain. To the lunch le- to the lunch monitor that I got a sandwich. So every time she'd come over, I go, I got cheese on my sandwich again. She got Ewick. She was like a, a I don't know what she was, but this is what she sounded like. Ewick, you don't like the cheese, Ewick. Why don't you get sandwiches without the wheeze? I know who you're without about. the wheeze. No wheeze. Boone Hilda, her name was. So what I would do is I take the cheese and I throw it on the light behind me now tony you went to the same high school as me remember when you'd come out of the where you actually got the food from in yeah, that yeah. that u-shaped uh, cattle fucking herd yeah, yeah, right sure. like you're going into a slaughterhouse to your left they had that one single table right and there was a light above it right here so you only had yeah, one yeah. table and all the other tables i take those cheese and i throw it right on the light to the point <laughs> where they, I saw the janitors come in about two months after I started doing it. They were going to go change the light bulb because they thought it was dead. But it was so it was so covered in cheese that the light didn't come through anymore. And it solidified. I mean, why? Why? We used to glue quarters to the ramp. We used to hang out on yeah. the ramp in high school. We used to glue quarters to the ramp and, see, and watch people just try to take them off. This is, this is why. Oh, my God. I remember this, that. This is before social media. This is before my phone to keep my attention. So we had to keep our attention the other way. I once got a crazy scam when I was a little kid in junior high. You know the soda machine? You could push that little flap open and you could see the soda cans in there. Yeah. I would go in there and push the flap open. I had a little cup. And I would take like a little, you know, a little shank, and I would stab the can and put the cup under it and get all the soda. Oh my god, you were actually—you're the kid that showed me that. Did I really? No, because yeah. Oh my god, you know how things just come. You know how things Happy just come help. back to you, right? So I'm. Yeah. So when you played sports in high school, you had a three o'clock bus and you had a five thirty yeah. bus. So all the pe- all the all the kids that didn't do sports or any extra cr- uh, curricular right, activities uh, were out. But the 5.30 bus was for the athletes and for the detention kids. So You can imagine which one I was. I'm assuming Tony was the detention yeah, kid. He was, self, <laughs> he was self-hacking in the gazebo. That's why his punishment was immediate detention. So I remember Tony. So he's like, yo, he's like, I learned something. You want to see it? And I was like, yeah, 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 sure. So he goes, watch this. So he goes up to the vending machine. And you know with the vending machine, it starts at 50 cents or it, or it used to, and then all the way to $1.25 yeah. or whatever for like, you know, Pop-Tarts are like the most expensive thing. So you go like this. You go, you lift this up, and then you pull this down. So you stuck your little digit behind the back of the <laughs> – so like remember the flap on the bottom of yeah. the – you know, so it like after you get the thing, you can't stick your hand in there. But the top would collapse – you would stick a stick under there, <laughs> and you hit the bottom like the, the dollar twenty-five once. Me and you were eating pop tarts, right? So you're like, "Oh, please suck some out of here," and you leave. 
So finally, I start doing it, and I start showing people. So now I have a crowd of people around me. I'm like, all right, who wants Pop-Tarts? So like, I'm getting them Pop-Tarts and shit. So then one day, I taught a kid how to do it, and he was trying to do it for everybody. And I come down there, and he can't get it. He can't do it. Yeah. So everyone's like yelling at him. So finally, everyone just starts rocking the machine. And throws the machine on its side and the glass breaks. <laughs> and everyone starts going after the food. <laughs> and like, we were probably the most well-fed community in the country and being in the North Shore from Long Island, too. You know, that's the funny thing. It's like nobody was going hungry. Yeah, like anybody, uh, any one of those kids' pantries had more than that that uh, that freaking little machine any day of the week. Where yeah, was the, uh... but it was just so enticing. Those machines were so enticing. Like, even if you were just stuck, like, oh, my God, there's gobstoppers in there right now. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> Now there's gushers in there right now. Gushers, yeah. What? Oh man, dude, I want my I want my Dunkaroos. I put sixty five cents in this thing. I remember you had all the crappy drinks in the in the cafeteria, but then you can go downstairs by the gym and there was the soda machine, like the real legit soda. Yeah, machine. for like the seniors. And you can get like a sun kissed, the... like a Coke, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, dude, now you go to prison for doing that. The nineties was was so great, but yeah, you, Dylan, that's such a good point that we were some of the most well fed kids. But you remember how the hunger was when you were a kid, like after school. Oh you yeah, were so fucking hungry. I don't get like that especially, anymore. Especially sometimes I do, but especially when we were work, you know. Eric and I both played sports throughout high school, so we're growing and playing sports, and so we would just be eating nonstop. You know, well, maybe <laughs> like you were growing. I st- out in football. I stopped growing in the eighth <laughs> well, grade, so <laughs> Dylan was growing. You were growing into your forehead. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that picture I sent to you today of me being a kid? I've always had a receding hairline, apparently. Yeah, I've had, I've had that problem. <laughs> Do you remember the game Seven Up in class? Oh God, where oh, everyone yeah. would put their heads down and their thumbs up. And you would have to pick who got you. Yeah. That was like the substitutes go to. It's like, all right, if you guys read for six and a half minutes, you can play thumbs up. All right. You know, <laughs> the biggest disaster was, oh, we used to go in the computer room and play Doom and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. Like figure out how to hack your way into it. The teacher didn't know how to do it. We'd be like, yeah, finish him. Absolutely. 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 You remember the butt scooters in gym? Yeah. Where you would always get your finger caught yeah, in one off. of the wheels. Oh, God, yeah, for crab soccer. I mean, not crab soccer, but scooter ball. Crab, yes, scooter ball. Dr. Dodge, I believe it was called. Dr. Dodge. Dr. Dodge, where you used to have to take that, that wheel, and you used to have to wheel out and put the person on the wheel and then wheel them out on the cart, and it was called Dr. Dodge because you were the doctor. <laughs> Gym class was the biggest load in the world. I enjoyed volleyball. I enjoyed capture the flag, but you knew it was gold when the guy took that big – net full of balls out and was like dodgeball and you were like hell yeah that book by the way right there is the shit did you ever scary stories to tell in the dark tell in the dark shit dude yeah they actually nerfed the art because it was too scary for kids to see the thought well the the, that one was great and like where the sidewalk ends by shell silverstein dude stephen gamel's art is insane yeah it i mean see that's 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 the kind of shit that we're missing nowadays. I mean, you had Bill Nye before that guy was an asshole. So, do you remember, yeah. like, you know those books I'm talking about, right? You yeah, absolutely. Do you remember when we were really young? I want to reach back to the old days now on this one. Remember they had that, you could take the records out of the library, you could rent them out? Yes. So they had the record of that, that book, and it was, like, narrated. That must have been creepy as shit. It was creepy as shit, and everybody loved it. Like, you'd have to wait on a list to take it out and everything like that, and, uh... 
one time I took it out. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. When telling a story, have a point. I forgot to bring it back. It makes too, it so much more enjoyable for the listener. The Fresh Maker. You notice how everything, as you get older, nothing is what you thought it was. Like um, uh, the other day, the trials going on about Led Zeppelin didn't apparently make Stairway to Heaven and all their hit songs. And right, it just seems as you you know all the baseball players I watched in the '90s, all juicing. Oh yeah, not even allowed in the Hall of Fame now. So all these guys that I grew up watching. You know, it's so like nothing ever is what it is, you know, so. Well, especially not from the 90s, because that was a jacked up era for everything. Jacked jacked up is a nice way to put it, Taters, I have to admit. Now, what we have here, you remember this guy? Oh, yeah, God. How can I, how can I forget? The fucking Barney song? Now, oh. did you ever think who was behind the suit? Mm-mm. You never thought, I did. I always thought it was a woman. I thought it was like a young guy. Wasn't it a woman? No, it wasn't a woman at all. Is this going to be like a soul-shattering realism? Yeah, it, everything is. Because this is our 90s episode, so everything's going to be soul-shattering. Let's go to the videotape. So not only is Barney not a woman, he looks like Ving Rhames. <laughs> um, Barney, um, who... who the guy who played Barney the Dinosaur now runs a tantric sex business. I love you and you what? and you and you. <laughs> he started his current practice in 2004 and finds clients any numbers of ways. From word of mouth to converting women's to women he met on Tinder into believers. A full session with the tantric massage specialist and spiritual healer David Joyner lasts three to four hours and costs $350. For the price, female clients, the only kind he accepts, can expect to receive a ritual bath, chakra balancing, and a massage. Also on the menu, cosmic, mind-blowing orgasms. Yeah, everybody likes to say they can promise that. Ooh, he, do you want to come on my hand? Ooh. Yeah, I used to wear a dinosaur costume for a living. Horny yet? <laughs> Today's letter is C for cock. That's in the menu. But he also balances their shot. He also balances their chakras in in in, in process. So you know, kids, okay. do you know what a chakra is? Cause I do. Get your mom to come over the house. Five ninety nine an hour. Apparently, Barney was a lickalotopus. That's the dinosaur species. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's. This is just going back to my. This is just going back to my my theory of this. Your your dreams always get crushed, no matter what day and age it is. I mean, could you? It's so weird because it was like, I bet you this guy's a kid toucher under that thing. He's not a kid toucher. He's a He's woman toucher. toucher yeah. He's an adult toucher, which is which is which is better, I guess. I hate these guys. These like these these spiritual tantric sex. First of all, if you have the name guru in your title, you're a douchebag. Yeah, you, you're running from the you're cops. A douchebag. Yeah, you're wearing some kind of you know pajamas and you live in the jungle wearing beads. Like, give me a break. <laughs> I can't. And I hate these guys who like try to tell you how to have sex. 
like they know how to do it, you know. Oh my God, this is what you got to do. Yeah. Day, every drop. It went from uh, it was you know you had Barney and friends and then Barney and the backyard gang. Now it's now it's fucking Barney and the backyard gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting people all over. It. Yeah, it's 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 really wild. The purple the purple people eater, right? Well, whatever the fuck. Those yeah. Are, yeah. Really. Whole movie needs to grimace. And the fact that he looks like Ving Rames. <laughs> He's like, all right, get yourself on the massage table because your L.A. privileges are revoked. I'm gonna go, I'm going to go prehistoric on that ass. I'm going to go. <laughs> Hello, this is Ring Ving Rames. Do you know he does the, uh, <laughs> we we got the meats? Does he really? Yeah, we got the, the meats. meats. We've got Arby's. Barney. Barney. We got the songs. Apparently, Mr. Rogers was like a sniper, wasn't he? That's all bullshit. We were talking about that. I was talking about he that was, the other he night. Was a, he was in the military, but he wasn't a sniper. He was a, he was actually a drill sergeant. Oh, really? It's still pretty crazy. Yeah, and it, he just realized like he stopped. He just no longer wanted to yell at people all the time, so he took up painting as a hobby, and then he tried to sell his, his stuff on the street, and uh, one thing led to another, and we had the lovable. At any well, time, Taters has has. Um, uh, Mr. Rogers' bio on him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's like your dead wife's mask card. He just has it in his wallet. Oh, you want to know about uh, Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers, Bob Ross, and Mr. Belvedere. Haters, huh? <laughs> hey, look, if we can aspire to be like one, at least one of those three guys in the world would be a really wonderful if place, I, wouldn't it? If I turn out to be like uh, Mr. Belvedere living with Bob Euchre, that just sign me up, I'll tell you that. Miss, Mr. Belvedere was at one of the playoff games with Shooter McGavin the other day, no, no. sitting together. They were chilling. <laughs> not, not Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell was there. <laughs> oh, God, Mr. Belding. It was Mr. Mr. Belding. Saved by the Belvedere. From Saved by the Bell. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you remember that fucking show? Jesus Christ. That, I mean, that show shaped our lives. See the buzz fly by. I'll tell you this. That was before I went to school. Barney, Barney, like that shit went off air, and then it was Saved by the Bell time. And I, I don't know about you, but I lived, lived on Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, like when you heard that song come on, you knew you'd squeeze just about every drop out of Saturday morning cartoons. Or they put that on the end. Or it's after school, and you're on your fourth bowl of cereal. Mm. That's what I would do. I just go ham on some cereal after I got home because I couldn't eat dinner. What kind of cereal? What, what kind of cereal were you were you oh, chopping down I in the nineties? Shit, fucking! You talking about? I was a Captain Crunch guy. Always have been. Always will be. Ooh, uh, really? Oh god, I can't say that that was really my my favorite. Oh, Captain oh, Crunch! Like even with Crunch Berries, it got a little crazy with Crunch Berries. Uh, my parents never let me have Reese's peanut butter uh, balls inside the house. <laughs> You, you know, this, you know what I'm talking about, right? The cereal with chocolate the, sugar ones yeah, oh yeah. Like, instead of kick. I loved kicks as a kid, <laughs> but it, it's true. I eat kicks nowadays. It tastes Gross. terrible. Yo, it was all about cookie crisp. Cookie. Oh, man. Yeah, cookie crisp. Cookie crisp, crisp yeah. oh, hard. I eat the whole box. See, that shit wasn't allowed into the Casson household. Well, I got my hands on yeah, it. Yeah, like Rice Krispies, Corn Flakes. I used to have to like, bring in cereal my own. I'd bring it like home on my bike. I'd always go to th – that's how crazy. You want to talk about the 90s. My mom used to write me a letter to go to the convenience store to get her cigarettes. Yeah. I'm 10. <laughs> okay? I'd go down on my mountain bike. It would be like, you know, half a gallon of milk. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Eric's mom wrote the letter. It was him writing it. And <laughs> to whom it may concern, I can buy 
swig of gets. Okay, son, I think you got to go along. So my my mom would send me down there, and I don't know if, now that I think about it, I don't know if she was like fluffing it up, like you know how like when you buy when you buy condoms, like you're like let me get this uh, magazine and uh, you know a, yeah. a Fifth Avenue bar. Yeah. So she sent me down there for some like milk, pound of roast beef, boom, pack of Kent Kinks, right. So I'll never forget the one day, though. <laughs> so I'm driving back on my on my mountain bike. And back in the day, your mountain bike is your life, uh, especially where we're from, because if you don't have a bike, you're, you have to walk everywhere, which is which is unheard of. So I'd always have the bag on the handlebar and I'm driving home with my mom's cigarettes. I'm 10. I just bought cigarettes, uh, half gallon of milk, blah, blah, blah. And one day the half gallon of milk gets caught in my tire and goes <laughs> and just sprays the milk all over me. And I got home, and my mom was like, oh, my God. She starts cleaning me off. She's like, oh, man, cigarettes are wet. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to need you to go back uh, to the convenience store. And it's like the milk's not even dry on my bike yet. She's like, yeah, I need you to go back and get those Kent Kings. I mean, because dealing with me, my dad, and my brother, I you could imagine you, need to, you needed to smoke a little bit. Yeah, I mean. Well, actually, uh, real quick, speaking of my dad, um, it my dad last week sent me a text message. He was like, hey, listen, I want to do the show. He doesn't even ask. He goes, right. I'm doing the show next week. Okay. Okay, get Tony to pick me up. All right, because you live in, you live in, in his town, right? right. So, um, so he left a couple of voicemails right before the show. I haven't been able to contact him, but I have a feeling my dad's not too happy with you, though, Tony. Well, nobody's dad ever is. Hey, Eric, it's 5.30. I'm still waiting for the car to pick me up. Uh, maybe he's just late. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I'm ready to go, man. Let's do that show. All right? Later. So my dad's, um, sounds like my dad's outside the house. This message is from 535. The show starts at 630. We, that's yeah. when we usually film. So uh, uh, you didn't come here with my dad, did you? I didn't even know about it, dude. I'm always, I get, I leave early, <laughs> a little bit earlier so I can go to like, you know, try to hit one of the malls or something around here. If I do have any business in this area of the world, yeah. I'll try to take care of it when I'm down around here, you know? Well, that's the first voicemail. Yeah. Uh, there's two of them. Oh, boy. So let's see what the second one says. Yeah, Eric. Where the fuck is this guy, Tony? I thought you said he was picking me up. <laughs> standing outside the house, freezing my nuts off. <laughs> it's about fucking 30 degrees out here. With the wind chill, it's probably about minus 10. Tell that motherfucker to get a move on, all right? I take no prisoners. Later. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm really happy, though, that um, it's, it's you and not me. Well, you see, it, there's a trade-off. He takes no prisoners. I take no passengers. It's <laughs> <laughs> yours? Yeah, I must have had she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys must have lost the what? Look, Dad, it's Where not... did you get it? Dad, Answer I... me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. Yo, what about... Uh, it sounds like you're on the Oregon Trail right now, Taters, but did you ever play Oregon Trail? That was my life. The Oregon Trail and drawing those those S's with the, with the six lines was like my jam in high oh like the school. the stussy one the secret logo the stussy s's yeah yeah the s you know you draw the three lines like hey watch me make an s out of these three lines right here and then you just connect the dots um the one thing that that that's so funny about oregon trail i'm looking at the startup page and it says travel the trail learn about the trail why would i want to just go on it 
I want to yeah. play the game. Learn about the trail. Learn Who's about the, it. Some kid never played Press 2 in their life. And this game looks horrible, so what do I want to learn about it? Did you ever play it? No. Oh, dude, it's not horrible at oh, all. Oh, my. You get to shoot uh, live stuff. Such an awesome game. Dude, these computer yeah. games, I would see this back in the day. I would run for the hills. No, it was one of the computer games that you could, that was okay to play in school that you could shoot things. I may, I yeah, shot well, it was so an educational much game. That was the whole point of it. I, oh, I would love killing buffalo. I tried to cross the river with too much buffalo in my wagon. My whole family died. Too many crickets. I would dysentery left and right. I would kill everybody off. They'd get yellow fever. It'd be like, oh, like take two days to rest. We're going to the Oregon Trail, everybody. You didn't get the memo. What about your boys, Tony Rockapella? <laughs> Where in the world is Rockefeller. Carmen San Diego? Do you remember that show? Hell yeah. <laughs> See, I Gum feel like... shoes! And it'd be the black lady. Gum shoes! I feel like in fairness, I should give you the prepubescent Tony weekend schedule. I'd get up around 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning. I'd get a salt bagel with cream cheese on it. Salt bagel! So good. And I'd watch Saturday morning cartoons, you know? And then about You can only get noon, away with that shit when you're a kid. A salt, salt bagel. I love them. Then around noon, I'd fire up the old Nintendo wagon. Yeah. And give that bad boy a couple of hours of run time. <laughs> and then I'd be like, you know, the games, like a lot of people don't realize this, but like, the evolution of video games is that like now the games are more cinematic and it's more meant for like an enjoyable process so you can play them. Yeah. But back in the day, like Nintendo games were meant for like Japanese audiences, first of all. They were meant to be really challenging and hard. Like if you couldn't beat it, tough shit. And like I remember like right. little like eleven year old Tony playing like a Mega Man and they'd be like do 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 God damn it, you're buffing and snarfing a hostile fight for God buffing and snarfing, sharpening the lippin'. You know you know <laughs> that Tony was coming home and saluting his shorts every day. Never of the watched week this show <laughs> with Never donkey lips and Sputnik. Here we go. He went swim and play. Row and go on trips. Oh, here we go. Here's the kid from the Terminator. Big finish. Yeah, Sputnik was in Terminator 2. Hey, I think I saw that guy you're looking for. Oh, here comes Tony. It makes me want to fart. Um, Dylan, how do you like the 90s better than right now? What, what, like, what do you like the most? I love everything about the 90s. Nothing about now. Yeah, that's amen. the answer. I mean, what the fuck? People actually spent time with each other. We went outside. We played Nintendo. Like, we, we made up things with our brains. We didn't just Google things. You played, we didn't just, like, up, get everything Pick up ball on the street. We used to go the Pick up ball, yeah. The kids. world was smaller but bigger at the same time, you know? Like, you can go outside with your buddies and fool around the street. You weren't going to get raped by some pedophile. <coughs> or if you were at least, snacks. but if, at least if you were going to be raped by a pedophile, your family would completely just cover it up, like every family's we'll supposed to. Guy. Right, yeah, and exactly. just and dump right, him in huh? the water because there was no fucking security cameras. So around. back, we used to have behind my house there was this giant swamp, right? And I mean, like this thing was awesome. It had like big rivers and endless like grasslands and like you know reeds and all this crap. So we would go hang out in there, right? Now we weren't the only ones who would go out in there. The older kids who were like in like, you know, 10th or 11th grade, I was in like, you know, 6th or 7th grade, they would go in there too. And they built like this giant fort in the in like this area of the bushes. It had all the reeds pressed up against it, and there was a tree in the middle, and they could stand on top of it. So you weren't allowed to go in there. They would kick your ass if you tried to go in there because it was like their thing. So like 
we would sneak in there when they weren't around. You know what I mean? And they had like a bunch of chairs in there and they had a cooler and they had like a grill and like all this crap. It was like, we were like, yo, this is so cool. Obviously we have to leave because we don't get caught. But like, it was pretty, it was pretty sweet, man. It's pretty sweet. Do you think kids even build tree houses? Are they even allowed to build tree houses? I feel like they like there's so much red tape with families and and local governments. You can't even build tree houses. Yeah, you probably think the building inspector out there, and then the civil engineers have to come in there, and they got to make sure you know. Yeah, then you get like the environmental. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, you're really encroaching on this tree's personal space. Uh, yeah, this tree's actually a transgendered uh, Asian ficus, so you have to get that out of there immediately. A I love building tree houses and like little little like escapes like that. That was that's another part of the nineties where like everybody had their own little escape. Yeah, dude. Things are so much more like and you had video games and technology, but it wasn't like now where they're so ridiculously good. So it's like, well, I'm not gonna go do anything because this is amazing. You know? Yeah. Well it, it was like a sidetrack thing where like you, you'd hang out and play video games for a while, but that wasn't your life. That wasn't your day. For some people it was, but I mean like now it's like people live in the in the digital world, their social media is their life, you know. So like in the that you know the nineties was like they had they had their like startup internet thing that they like looked into for a little bit, and then they went outside and did something. Right. And we had this one the, house by us on the corner of our road, and it was undeveloped. It was an undeveloped lot. So the older kids dug out a circular bike track in there, like a BMX track. And in the middle was a big pit you could like ride down and jump up to the side of it and like all this cool stuff, you know. It was crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean that's you, yeah you can't do that stuff anymore. No, you can't uh, do it. Kids anymore. do anything anymore? I mean, I they're not so. even allowed to have have dodgeballs or jump ropes in their in their gym class. So I doubt that they're going out and making BMX tracks. And not to sound like you know like a rap scal you know anything, but like when I was a little bit older in like your older years of high school, every weekend almost. On like Friday or Saturday night, somebody'd be like, "Yo, Tim's having a party," and like you'd go over there, and there's like a keg, and like everybody'd be hanging out. You know, it was like a real cool social gathering. It was a lot of fun. You know, they'd be some of them would be a lot of fun. You know, simpler times, Janko Not jeans, a little. No. We had this one time yeah. where we go to this kid. He has a house party, right? So we're all there. We're drinking. We're partying. So long story short, the cops show up at the party. So everybody's like, oh, man, let's get out of here, you know? So all the kids make a beeline for this picket fence in the backyard, right? And there were, like, two or three kids climbing over this picket fence. It was like a six-foot picket fence, you know, wooden. So I'm like, you know, I'm half in the bag. And I come running up to this picket fence, and I'm like, I'm not going over this thing. So I just go, wham, and front kick the fence, and the whole section of picket fence just falls over flat with, like, kids on top of it. And I just go walking (laughs) over the fence. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the duster uh, power, man. It's 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 the duster power. All right, we got some uh, '90s related voicemails on the voicemail line. It, it seems like so. Let's 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 do the the voicemails. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Loose Cannon Comics is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. All right, so our first voicemail is here from none other than Big Bubba. Hello. Hey. Uh, it's your old uncle, Uncle Bubba. I heard you uh, city slickers were uh, 
talk about the 90s. I remember the 90s. My favorite thing about the 90s was the restaurant Hooters. <laughs> More than a handful. You can say that again. All right. That was. There uh, you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, sounds like Big Bubba's favorite part of the 90s was Hooters. Never been there. More than a handful. Never, never <laughs> went. Was that their tagline for real? Uh, it was. I think it was more than a mouthful, actually. Oh Jesus! Wow. I think Big Bubba. Wow. It, s- it sounded like he was hitting the sarsaparillas a little early that that night, or whenever he sent it. <laughs> Hooters. We have breasts. <laughs> uh, Big Bubba has been increasingly more sexual with everything that he does on this show, and yeah. it's starting to be a little. You know, at first he was a nice guy who just loved barbecue and rub and. And then he started to rub up on Dylan's Rubbing wife, <clears throat> and now he's uh, being creepy on her voicemail line. So I, uh, I, I guess uh, Hooters, yeah, Hooters was ba- bad service, yeah. bad food, too overpriced. But you went there when you were sixteen but or there seventeen. Were boobs. You there was see him. there was some boobs. All right, so let's go to the second voicemail. It was like the BB, it was like the BB gun of the strip clubs, <laughs> Red Rocket BB gun. It was the minor leagues. His Uncle Mario. And they got these fucking cameras. You got a GPS. You got this. You got a Gazoo, Google. You got every fucking thing. You got Gazoogles. <laughs> Gazoogle. Mario thought you thought you were top of the 1890s. Yeah, I think he just mixed Kazoo with Google. He hey, you know, it was 1790, Spanish influenza. You had this. <laughs> but what if Uncle Mario was actually putting Kazoogles in the whole time? <laughs> He's like, all I keep getting is pictures of Kazoos on this fucking thing. <laughs> Oh my God! Hey Eric, did I tell you I got a show coming up? Oh, what, are you doing stand up, Uncle Mario? No, I'm playing the kazoo over at the Rust Bucket. Come and check me out. Kazoogly googly. All right, let's see what else he has to say. You know, back in the day, like the '90s, everything was so simple. I could do my business. I don't have to worry about people watching. Just, you know, no cell phone. Even though somebody had a cell phone, you could spot them a mile away because the cell phone was the size of a brick. <laughs> that that is true, and you know Uncle Mario was chilling in the in the financial district with all those guys with the Zach Morris phones. You know, I tried to get on the web the other day, but the spider kept getting in the way. You know, it's so funny the Zach how that phone is is coined the Zach Morris phone. Yo, I wanted that phone so bad back in the day. I was yeah, like, it was, that oh, was so God, high. Yeah. Four hundred dollars for four minutes. It looked so cool. I was like, yo. Do you remember when cell phones originally came out? How expensive yeah. they charged you by the minute? And it was like it was like yeah, it was like holding a waffle iron <laughs> to your head. Jesus Christ. When I was a kid, we used to throw through the store phone windows, but that's another story. But uh, what the fuck, Eric? I don't, I don't know. With, with, this, with the, the kids of your generation today, the 90s things were, you know, uh, we had to worry about the YK2 there that time, right? YK2 my ass. <laughs> YK2 my ass. <laughs> it was the YK, the, the KY jelly. The KY jelly that was supposed to it shut down the all the electronics. I heard if you get KY jelly in a computer, it shut it down pretty quick. It's the typey TV. The YK2. I love that. That's the new mountain bike that I just came out. I googled it, and they couldn't find it on there. Hey, did you get the YK2? <laughs> oh, man, that thing's fucking great. Great suspension on that. Yeah. The 90s, you know, they just started with the computer. Hey, technology's good. Not so bad. But the Lord knows what they came out to be today. Today, you can't even breathe without them looking up your ass. Son of bitches. What the fuck? You that see, is- that's the truth, though, bro. Like, the he 90s hits, really was yeah. the pinnacle of technological Enjoyment and sanity 
and and symbiosis between us and yeah. simplicity. Just like I think you you and Mario share a brain. It could be your Italian heritage because he kind of just touched on what you said before. It's like the internet was like this cute little baby. Yeah. And oh look, it pooped his pants, and it's like oh look, you know, and then it's like boom, bang, bros, boom, uh, you know, world star <laughs> hip hop, boom, tough act and tenact, and all those big like all those websites, faces of death, e bombs, world. It was just like here come the floodgates of filth, and now the com. internet's like seventeen or eighteen, and he's a little punk. Yeah, now he's just coming home, and he's like he's making funny at the dinner table and stuff like that. Yeah, it, fuck you, dad, and it's like move out, you know. So. <laughs> Go for the fun of Connect Four. Four in a row wins. Go for the bottom and go for the top. Watch for the clock. Forget it, you're stuck. Go for the glory. Go for the star. Go for it. I win. Connect Four. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really get much better than than like Biggie Smalls. I mean, you still play Juicy. In a club to a bunch of '90s people today. I don't care where you're at. Everyone will drop their shit, and they're like, "Oh, it is." This it gets fucking turned up. This on song that. Yeah, this people just go wild. Even if you what was the first? What was the first? You guys remember like the first time you put on headphones and listened to music? Yes, I do. That was like a wild. Experience. Yeah, me too. That was like, whoa, this is insane. Do you, All right. Do you remember what the first song was? I I listened my my very first time I listened to. Uh, headphones was a Walkman and it was Anya. Anya, Jesus Christ! You listen. To I told Anya? I told you I saw him on the plane. Anya, He's a bit of a Anya, flower. Anya. Is it like sail away, sail away, sail away? Please Jesus don't Christ. say that you're wrong. You know, I picture you kind of like being like uh, Mr. Van Driesen from Beavis and Butthead. Hey, Beavis and Butthead, you know now. Come on, guys. Let's listen to some Anya. Well, my mom, my mom was listening, and she's like, "Check this yeah, out." Yeah, sure, she was. She was listening to you blasting it in your room. Well, I had headphones on. So I, I could blast. see Dylan blasting out the Caribbean Blue. Lesbian the, seagull. He's got his lavender sandwich. He's got his dream catcher <laughs> in his lunch bag, and he's listening to Enya. Oh I mean, my that God! Was, you, you nailed it right there. That was pretty much it. Dylan, Dylan the world's only sixteen-year-old, forty-year-old motivational speaker. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan didn't drive to school. He floated to school. How do you stay awake listening to this song? Yeah. Was well, it- I, I, I mean, I, I listened to it. It was at night, and my, like I said, my mom came over. She's like, "Hey, listen to the Walkman I just got. Let's listen to it." And she put it I in my ears. And I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." I have a question for you. Did the high school char- charge your parents more money to stable your alpaca while you were in class? <laughs> <laughs> don't be twirling around his dream catcher in school like a lifeguard there twirls around a whistle listening Yo, to Enya. Don't hate on my dream catchers, kid. Don't hate on the so, dream catchers. I, got, I had just some fresh dream catchers. I had really nice tie-dye, sun shirts, some Indiana Jones. Power a, I was popping off with. Here's a question for you. I had this experience. Maybe you did too. What cool song broke you out of your crappy music listening phase of your youth like when did you go from like yeah man michael jackson and paul abdul and vanilla ice to like all right um, i'm not fucking around anymore um well the first the first time i put headphones on to listen to a song was uh more than a feeling by boston okay oh that's what i was listening to in the third grade 
on tape cassette. Now, the beauty of having a brother that's four years older than you is he's got all the cool shit. All the cool stuff. So I just steal his shit constantly. And he'd always catch me in the bus stop and like beat me up. But that's neither here nor there. But one of like I would listen to Boston. I was listening to Jimi Hendrix, Light My Fire, uh, uh, Light My Fire by the by the Doors. I was listening to all this old stuff. And then right. one day I saw this this uh, this this cassette, and I was like, I didn't even know what it was, but I needed to buy it. So I bought it at a garage sale for like five bucks. It was Injustice for All by Metallica. Nice. So the front with the with the Lady Liberty on the front with the uh, it, she's holding the scales. What is that lady considered? Uh, be justice, I guess. The right? uh, lady justice, blind, blind justice, justice, exactly. Yeah. She's got the blindfold on, and it says "Injustice for All." And I was like, in green writing, and I'm like, I gotta fucking, I gotta listen to this. And I put that fucking thing on, and I was like, oh my god! I listened to the song "One" by Metallica, and I must have listened to that thing a hundred times, just repeating that song over and over and over, because it was like, it was like my ears were on crack, and I was like, this is the greatest fucking thing i've ever yep. heard in my life dude metallica we had some crazy times when we were like young teenagers too we were at my buddy's house one day and somebody decided to put on i think it was ride the light for whom the bell tolls we go in my buddy's room there was like six of us all these guys are bigger than i was so we go in my friend's bedroom we kill the lights we jam for whom the bell tolls as loud as it'll go and my friend puts a strobe light on Oh. And as soon as the music starts, <laughs> we just start fucking fighting and like having at each other. And all this, you just once in a blue moon, you'd see a flash and you'd see somebody coming at you and you'd try to grab them or they'd try to grab you. I gra I was like suflexing guys into the wall. And then I tried to suplex my friend who's like 6'3", and he just immediately reversed it, slammed me into my friend's dresser and like busted all the crap on it. Here I am, I'm driving to school listening to One by Metallica, like, in my Walkman. I'm like, can the bus driver drive about 75 miles an hour, please? And while you're, while you're at it, can you take out that small family you see on the bus stop? Yeah. If you listen to this song, if you listen to One by Metallica, you will drive aggressively and about at 89 miles an hour. Then you got somebody like, uh, like Taters, who's driving to school listening to this. Just a little bit of a contrast. You can see in our personalities later in life that that was the contrast, I think. Did you ever listen to Metallica or anything? Yeah, and then you... Uh, yeah, of course. I got I got Metallica on my workout playlist every day. I fucking jam out to Metallica, son. What's your favorite Metallica song? I, I don't really have a favorite Metallica song. Um, I, 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 I don't like know. That I like that one. I, 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 I kind of like them all. Rock. It's like when I Tony talks like about... It's like when Tony tries to be cool about football. I don't know. I like them all. Yeah, they're all good. <laughs> I think the I don't have them a favorite. I, I've had I got like a bunch on my uh, on my you know my my workout playlist. I love Interstand, man, because that gets me jacked up. Um, but I don't. Have, that's one that I play the most probably when I'm lifting. Uh, when I'm lifting, it was "Head Like a Hole" by so. Nine Inch Nails. That I, I heard that on the radio. That got me to the wall at like 14. I was like, yo, I, I want pretty hair. Then give you control. That was the first real album I bought. Another serious pump up song is Walk by Pantera. Yeah, I didn't get into the hard, hard mm. stuff until a little bit later. I, I was listening to death metal in like the 
seventh grade, and I just noticed that was a, it was a good release. If you listen to music like that, if you channel it the right way and you're not trying to wipe out your whole school, it's a good release for aggression. Mm. And especially when you're that old and you don't you know you're ASLing everybody on the goddamn internet and don't know what to do with your pud yet. Fear Factory's Demanufacture was a favorite. Fear Factory. Did you ever listen to that one, Demanufacture? No, I've wa- I've watched shit, Fear Factor. That was a, that was an album. <laughs> Eric, what was it like? Eric, what was it like listening to death metal, but then you had to go on on tour and start singing like every every morning and when it's over. Oh yeah, very funny. Talking- <laughs> 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 referring to my Sugar Ray looks from back in the nineties. Every oh, morning yeah. there's a something hanging from the bedpost. I mean, listen. The it, I mean, it was the right way to go. I mean, Sugar Ray's got twenty pound eyebrows like me. And we kind of got the same. We kind of got the. We had the same, uh, like uh, you know, uh, cheese on our chins, and we had both had like kind of like the smoker look. And yeah, I could have. I could have flied away, you know. I could have. Uh, every morning, I could have woken up with a four cross bed. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. What, 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 what would you, what, what would you do? Ooh, I like this little <laughs> 90s trivia with taters. Yeah, this one. Crisscross will make it jump. So what do you got, taters? Oh, uh, okay. I'm, I'm queued up here. All right. Let's, 90s let's Jeopardy. What does, what does ASL mean in internet speak? <laughs> we just learned that. Okay, yeah. so it's it's so uh, all right. Age, before we roll sex, right in, location. yeah. So we uh, we spoke about that ten minutes ago. So maybe just not anything we touched on <laughs> ten minutes ago. The music video for which popular ninety song on, taters, features an inter- interlude that references the Titanic. We got fifteen second timers on this. All right, buddy. Um, but the potatoes. We didn't even set up the game. Tony doesn't even know he's playing me. The heart will go again. on. Who we? How are we doing it? How will we? What are we doing? Just pause it for a second. You the can't heart pause will it. Go on. Let's start over. Right, everybody. Yeah. So Tony, it's me versus you. We'll do. We'll do turns. I believe. How many questions are there, Dylan? Be a thousand. Um, let's let's do twenty questions. <laughs> let's do twenty questions. Jesus Christ! Yeah, let me just get my my lunch out, my tent set up. Can we do ten? Oh sure, we can do ten. Awesome. Yeah, that's. We'll do five each. Okay. We'll do five each, and we'll keep the score because I believe it's two shows to one right now, Tony. Yeah, I think you. Got in me. favor of me. me. What was the show one. that you won? Uh, I don't know. Some dream sequence and fantasy. <laughs> Some dream sequence and fantasy. <laughs> I won the Jeopardy episode against you. Yeah. I believe you won the Where Are They Now challenge. Maybe. Where are the uh, the kid actors? Well, let's see uh, what happens. That get a little dark. So we're just uh, whenever Tadiers is ready. Okay. Are you okay? So I'm asking both of you, and you're ringing in, or I'm asking one and then one. We're gonna go one, one at a time. 
We're going to give five questions each, and we're going to try to see who wins. And if we're tied at the end of five, we go to a tiebreaker question. So how do we know how we start? Oh, let's flip a coin. Well, actually, taters. I have a better idea. Pick. Oh, my God. This Jeopardy is so loud. I can't turn it down. My hearing's in Jeopardy. Taters, pick a number between one and five. Don't tell us. Ooh. We start Tony, that. pick the number. I'm going to go for three. I'm going to go for four. Seven. It was three. It was three. So, Always Tony, three. you have the choice to go to go first or to go second. I'm going to go first. Ooh, and the challenger decides to go first. Let's do this. Okay. All right, Tony. All right. Surfing the web has changed a lot since the 90s. Remember dial-up internet? Which of the following websites was not around in the 1990s? Amazon. Match, eBay, or Facebook? Facebook. Okay, correct for Tony. <laughs> yeah, so that's, <laughs> I like your little announcer voice. Oh, one for Tony. You sound like uh, you being me in the, in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going. That's what I'm channeling right now. I, li I like it. It's good. It's, it's nice. Okay, so this one's for Eric. Eric, this 1990s TV comedy show launched the careers of Jamie Foxx, Jim Carrey, and Jennifer Lopez. Was it mad? I would TV? like to take In Living Color for 500, Alex. And you are correct. Ooh, and it, we got a nice little 90s Jeopardy here. 1-1. One, one. Tony, this one's a little harder. That's what she said. The leader of which country was assassinated in 1995? Was it Israel, Serbia, India, or South Africa? It was Israel. Hold on. Can I, can I, uh, it was Israel. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to say. Yeah. My guess would be India. Tony is correct. Ooh. Israel Prime Minister Isaac Rabin gunned down by a Jewish extremist on November 4th. Wow. Jew on Jew crime. So it's 2 1 Tony. Okay, Eric. <laughs> I love that. And one. Eric. She was a rising music star whose 1995 death stunned the Latino community and spawned a biopic film starring Jennifer Lopez. How did 23 year old Selena Quintanilla Perez die? Was it in a car accident? Was it heart failure? Was she murdered by her fan club president? Or was she. In a plane crash. She was murdered by her fan club president. Wow. I we think it was are asphyxiation for extra points. Uh, I don't know, but she's <laughs> eligible for, for parole in 2025. We don't have that information right now. Well, she'll be, her eyeballs will be mauled out by every Latina woman for a thousand mile radius when she gets out. So she'll get hers. Because you know chicks are still listening to Selena like it's their job. If you are traditionally Latina from Central America, South America, you love her. She's the Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Tony. Yes. What shape were SpongeBob's pants? Never mind. That's a stupid question. What the sure fuck? Is. And that's not even the 90s. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why. Uh Tony, what's the jet fuel okay, conversion on. ratio of second orbit? 
Who's Elon Musk who didn't exist yet to anybody in the 90s yet? Tony, can you calculate the anti-gravity drive system of a UFO? Mathematically, in a This, Tony, this WB physics. show later gave rise to the infamous meme of James Vanderbeek crying. Was it Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Felicity, or Dawson's Creek? Dawson's Creek. Oh, that's correct. Ooh. So 3-2. 3-2. Green and purple ketchup briefly became a thing in the 90s. Under what name? Heinz Colors, Squeeze Jam, or Easy Squirt? Can you give me, sound can, you, hold on, can you give me squirt? Can you squirt it again for me, buddy? <clears throat> Hang on one second. I just Try lost our new rectum-shaped bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost uh, so it. So they hold came on. out with purple, purple and green squirt ketchups. <laughs> yeah. And the question's gone. Question's gone now. <laughs> All right, give me another one. That's bullshit. Dylan! Okay. Son of a and it bitch. squeezes purple and green. Hold on, like if you have to press something for us to get we'll 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 get ready for it, okay? Tell me when We're you're ready. Line of products. Okay. Hang on. I gotta queue up the, uh, some questions here. I thought you meant you gotta queue up some questions. Okay, ready? Yeah. Yeah. This tiny toy was known for its minuscule figurines that fit in one compact pocket sized case. Legos, Polly Pocket, or Game Boy? Polly Pocket. You're correct. Ah, if you missed that one, they were going to put you in the stockade. I don't even know what Polly Pocket is. What was the toy called? Was it called Bouncy Ball, uh, Wacky Glove, or Small Figurines That Fit in Your Pocket? Well, I thought, you, I thought he was going to say because mi Micro Machines <laughs> yeah, was on that but. kick for a while. Because Micro Machines had the miniature cars. Micro Machines was pretty cool. Remember uh, Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars? Yeah, but Micro Machines. You go down to the pharmacy, they had the display case. And, yeah, they oh, did. Fire. Oh, fucking God. I got all the civil service vehicles right off that. the bat. Ambulance, fire truck, police car. So now my town's got everything. It's done, right? And then we do infrastructure. Uh, bulldozers. Then you get the race cars to keep the people entertained in my. And then it would just be green action action Jesus figures. Christ, were you the mayor of the toy town? Yeah, I would get the Ferrari and go home <laughs> and slam it into the wall. I hope you uh, slip on a bunch of micro machines like the guys in Home Alone. Everybody knows you went into that box. You found Lambo. What's up? Lambos. Yeah, you get the Lambo. Right Lambskin condoms. No, you get the Lamborghini. Oh, I was going to a different pharmacy. All right, so it's three three. <laughs> Jim Carrey is Ace Ventura, pet detective. He's the best there is. Excuse me, gentlemen. Pet detective. Actually, he's the only one there is. You really love animals, don't you? If it gets cold enough. Now, the mascot of the Miami Dolphins has been kidnapped. Oh, righty then. And he's on the case of a lifetime. Listen, pet dick. How would you like me to make your life a living hell? Well, I'm not really ready for a relationship, Lois. There's no place he won't go. Captain's log, starting 23.9. Ace, get out of the tank. I just can't do it, Captain. I didn't have the power. He'll follow it anywhere. Here's nothing. Jim Carrey is... 
in there. Woo! Ace Ventura, pet detective. Yes, yes, yes! Oh. Three, three. Okay, who's up now? Uh, Tony's up. Okay, Tony. You've heard of Air Jordans. The shoes that basketball great Michael Jordan made famous. Right. All but one of the following are real basketball kicks named after top NBA players from the 1990s. Which one is made up? Is it the Mutumbos from Nikembe Mutumbo by Adidas? Is it Air Shake and Destruct, the Dennis Rodman Nike collaboration? Is it Reebok Shaq Gnosis, the Shaquille O'Neal Reebok team up? Or is it the Barkinators, Charles Barkley and Puma? Oh, for Christ's sake. I'm going to say the Barkinators. Oh, correct. It's correct? Holy shit, the balls. The Barkinators were never created. <laughs> wow. Wow. I would have said the Barkinators as well. <laughs> but Tony, good job. God almighty. How did I get that one? Water. All right, Eric, let's see if you know your cell phone 90s academia. <laughs> <laughs> Nokia introduced its popular 5110 cell phone in 1998, the old 5110, a candy bar-sized model with snap-on interchangeable colorful faceplates. What game could you play on the Nokia 5110? What is Snake? Is it Snake. Oh, <laughs> he's got to wait wow. for the answer because it's and he knows his stuff. Uh, party all the time. Okay, Tony, you ready? I'm ready, baby. Crisscross dominated the radios in 1992 with a hit rap song "Jump." What unusual fashion trend was the oh, teenage rap God. duo known for? We talked about this ten minutes Fla- ago. Okay. We'll move on to another one. <laughs> oh, no. we'll, we'll go on to the other one. Haters, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. On Saved by the Bell, what was the name of the beach club that the gang worked at? Oh, yeah. Great question. Was it Infinity Beach? Was it Malibu Sands Beach Club? Was it the Rock and the surf, or was it Surf's Up Club? Malibu Sands. You're correct. Oh my God! That's where Leah Remini used to be the daughter of the owner in the spinoff. Mr. Carosi. Okay, I gotta pick up a real greaser here. All right. It's Metallica now, but what oh, band's name originally appeared on Beavis's T-shirt? Was it Pantera? Was it Iron Maiden? Was it Slayer? Or was it Corn? Ooh, that's a good question. The three again? Was it Pantera? Was it Slayer? Was it Guns N' Roses or was it Corn? Now it just changed. Yeah, you changed it up. Now it just changed. Uh, well, I, I I had to move. I had to. It move, was Slayer. It was a, Slayer. It, it's Slayer. You're right. Yeah! So what's the score now? We're tied, and this is the overtime. We got to keep going until somebody breaks. All right, time for the pain. Here it comes. Let's go, Taters. Overtime. Okay, 
Uh, Tony, you get first draw. All right. Where does murder, she wrote, take place? Is it Kennebunkport, Maine? East Springs, New Hampshire? Cabot Cove, Maine? Or Pleasant Valley, Massachusetts? I'm going to go with Pleasant Valley, Massachusetts. I know I probably just pooched it. Oh, and Tony missteps in overtime stages. He is wrong. It is oh, Cabot Cove, I was going to say Maine. Cabot, damn Cove. Son of a bitch. Everyone knows that, Tony. <laughs> I didn't know that. What's the matter with you? you? 37 for What's the matter with you? Everyone knows that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Eric, this could be it here. I didn't know that. Ready? Now, we have him in studio, uh, so you better get this right. On, on an episode of Friends, what did John claude Van Damme boast he could do? Could he do a split over the couch? Could he punch through the door? Could he crush a walnut with his butt? Or could he bench press all the girls? Uh, so it's friends, so it's a comedy. So crack a walnut with his butt would be pretty funny, but I think Tater's made up the answers to the question, and I say that sometimes. So I'm going to say he could split across the couch. Ooh, always go with your first instinct. He said he could crush a walnut with his butt. You know, ladies, I can crush a walnut with my buttocks. Ah, <laughs> uh, we both whiffed on the yeah. overtime. All right, so uh, story yeah. of our lives. We're going to stumble to the finish line here. Okay, Tony, what are Ren and Stimpy's last names? Oh. Do I get some choices? No. I don't get any choices? No. That's the fir <laughs> this first is, time we didn't have any choices. This is double overtime. The rules changed. What if I know one of them? I'm giving you choices. All right, go I'm ahead. giving you choices, but you kind of like immediately. <laughs> yeah, you just went to like everyone's attacking you. All right, go ahead. I didn't even know like, if there's oh. choices. The music gets me antsy too. Okay. I know. Is it Ren Tin and Stimpy Folt? Is it Ren Hoik and Stimpy Cadugan? Is it Ren Dimples and Stimpy Jumpstick? Or is it Ren Jams and Stimpy Crumples? It's Ren Hoek and Stimpy Cadugan. Ooh, and you are correct, Tony. Everybody, don't don't look Everybody knows it's Ren Hoek. Don't look at me like <laughs> that after you answer questions, Tony. Tony just looked at me like he was walking away from hitting the three-pointer to win the game. Is that good? Fuck. Wow. Is that good? All right, now, Eric, you have a, cho you have a chance to bring it to double overtime where triple. there's no extra triple. No double overtime. Oh, yeah, triple overtime. overtime. Dylan, you son Here we of go. A this bitch. Is, this is either very easy or very hard. On Beverly Hills 90210, <sighs> where did the Walshes live before they moved to Beverly oh, Hills? Fuck. Oh, God, I'm glad I don't have that one. Is it New York? Is it Utah? Is it Minnesota? Or is it Washington? Man, I don't fucking know. Minnesota? Oh, and he's right! Piece of shit. Piece of shit. <laughs> you guessing bum. Wow. Wow. No, because what I... Okay, this is my train of thought. I was like, at first I thought New York. 
And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, that wouldn't be good for the show because there should be like innocent in there. Minnesota. All right, Minnesota it is. All right, so it's triple overtime. It's the final countdown, Tony. Here, we got to do something to, to have you guys win. So I'm going to ask Tony one question. He has to give me the right answer, no multiple choice. And oh, then I'm going to go on to you, okay? Tony. Yeah. In Roseanne. Baby. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> uh, that's bullshit, Dylan. No, that's what he said. He that said is, Roseanne. His, you know, the only fucking thing that he had playing on his television growing up was, was, was Roseanne. <laughs> it was the TV from the Twilight. You better like, give on. me a '90s sports question then after this, because that's his. That's the equivalent to his sports. I will. Okay, I will. In Roseanne, what was Roseanne's gay boss or employee's name, or- and where? Did it, did they work? Oh, two tier. That's a two answer question. Gay boss and or employee. His Roseanne's gay boss slash employee. Okay. Oh, I know who it is. Oh, damn it. Shit. Oh my god, I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh man, oh man. What's the uh, time limit? Yeah. Two days? Wow. We'll give you. 30 seconds to answer. All right. The music blaring in the fucking background. It's like a CIA. I cracking it up when he's thinking. <laughs> Shit. How much time do I have left? 15 seconds. All right. 10. 9. Eight, two, one. Neil? It's not Neil. <laughs> Is that your answer? <laughs> Neil? Not Neil. And no, Sorry, Tony, you lose. Oh, he doesn't lose yet. Because if I get what it What was wrong, it? It's Leon. First Fuck, I was going to say Lee. Then at the lunchbox. Damn it, I had it. I wouldn't have given you Lee, so don't All right, I guess it wouldn't matter. All right, Eric. I'm going to toss you a sports question. And so that was an, a little abstract, Roseanne. So I have to give you a little Ooh, abstract sports little, trivia little, now. Little sports question? Of the new NHL franchises added in the 1990s, two have won Stanley Cups. Who are these two franchises? Who is the Colorado Avalanche and the Anaheim Mighty Ducks? You got one right. You got the other one wrong. It was the Anaheim Ducks and the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Colorado Avalanche were not created in the 90s? The answer is the Anaheim Ducks. But hold on. I'm asking you a question. Didn't the Colorado Avalanche, weren't they created in the 90s? That might have been 2000. No, that was not 2000. The, actually, the Quebec Nordiques, I believe, broke up in 1996, and the, the Avalanche was made in 97, and they won a Stanley Cup in the 90s. So no, I, the, the Avalanche were founded in the nineteen in nineteen seventy two. No, that, that's the, that's the in, original in Quebec, right? Playing their inaugural season in Colorado in 1995-96, the Avalanche reached the Stanley Cup final, where they faced the Florida Panthers. Looking for the puck is Parker. Good player stopped by Cook for a long shot. He scores. Colorado wins the Stanley Cup. Colorado wins. Ewing Group at four thirty one of the third overtime. While it was the first Stanley Cup for the Avalanche franchise, it was the third championship for Waugh. So they didn't. So this one is take 
this one is taking into consideration lie, that, lie, that lie, Ducks and the lie, Lightning were lie, brand new lie. franchises, not merged. Wow, the suspense franchise. is boring me. The fans are on the so edge I'm of their you seats one, momentarily as they rise to exit. One final question <laughs> for both of you to answer, okay? And it's a little sports and a little TV mixed together, so you guys both have a shot here. Yeah. It wouldn't be 90s trivia if we didn't include Saved by the Bell. So, what was the name Zach used when he answered calls on his teen hotline? Nitro. Teen hotline? Tony? Nitro. I just answered it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't know. What, is Tony going to give the answer that's not right? <laughs> yeah. You're going to wait for his incorrect answer? Hey, it's Nitro here. For- I don't know. All right, well, Eric wins. Tell him the answer, Dylan. It's nice. I got a question. Do you two pieces of shit get together before the show and come up with all these fucking answers? You're like the guy in Casino, that little thing on his leg. I left left this up. Tony, I gave you an opening there. I gave you an opening to answer Roseanne's question, and you couldn't even come through. He did do that. I will give him that. Yeah, and the the sketchy-ass sports question that he asked me. Tony, uh, Eric wins with Nitro. Oh, thank you very much. And you know what? uh, I'd like to thank all the little people that made this happen. And uh, it's 3-1 now, Tony. How do you feel? Uh, I'm not great. All right, neither do I. Jim Carrey is Ace Ventura, pet detective. He's the best there is. Excuse me, gentlemen. Pet detective. Actually, he's the only one there is. You really love animals, don't you? If it gets cold enough. Now, the mascot of the Miami Dolphins has been kidnapped. Alrighty then. And he's on the case of a lifetime. Listen, pet dick. How would you like me to make your life a living hell? Well, I'm not really ready for a relationship, Lois. There's no place he won't go. Captain's Long, starting 23.9. Ace, get out of the tank. I just can't do it, Captain. I can't have the power. He'll follow it anywhere. Here's something. Jim Carrey is... Go in there. Woo! Ace Ventura, pet detective. Yes, yes, yes! <laughs> well, the show's over, folks. But the part doesn't stop there. Go to Instagram at Loose Cannon Comics and check us out. Go to SoundCloud.com or your podcast function on your iPhone. Put in Loose Cannon Comics and get ready to laugh. Also, go to YouTube.com. Loose Cannon Comics. Subscribe to our show to laugh once a week, each week. We'll see you next time, guys. And remember, keep your dick out of the dirt.